Jerry. Daniel. Rich. Okay. Oh, Hannah. Sorry, guys. Annie. Semi. Jimmy. And Kel. Hi. Yo. We've actually got some listener, a listener or someone in Germany, Nigeria, and the USA. Gosh! So shout out to you. Shout out to you, look. Shout out to you, look. Thank you for joining. quarantine experience we've definitely seen that our economy is crashing like it's burning um so the fact that money is such a huge factor still during this pandemic is is actually really serious that um it actually what's it called it makes me think about how much money makes our world go around um can we say something Oh yeah, I just wanted to say before we go on to like the main topic of today, like ultimately we still see everything that's going on. We still stand with everyone in solidarity and we still we're still doing, you know, doing what we can to make the world a better place for us, for people of colour and for black people. So I just wanted to just Ooh. drop that in there. Yeah. I agree. Um I, I guess going back to Peace's point about the economy. Um, at the end of the day, we've got to think about it. Is it life or economy? Which one's more important? Because obviously we, the people are the economy. So if the, if there isn't people around, if we don't have the, um, if we don't have people doing the work that they do, then how does the economy go around? How do people buy things? How do people sell things? So I feel like life comes before money, before the economy. Don't you agree? Um, personally, I think that those two options are false narratives. I think that the government and as people, we really like to push the idea of it's either the economy strives or people die. We really, it really doesn't have to be like that. I mean, of course, people are going to suffer in whatever instance we choose, but it doesn't always have to be life or economy. It can be life and economy. We just have to do a level of compromising to make sure that the economy isn't as bad as it could have been and that the amount of people who are impacted are not as bad as it could have been. But unfortunately, with the way things are going, at first we cared too much about the economy and not enough about life. So we ended up in the exact same situation where we have to choose between life and economy in the first place, where if we decided to do a lockdown maybe two weeks or a week, as soon as we found out about coronavirus, yes, there would have been some impacts, but it definitely would not have been to the level of it is of it is today. The economy would not have crashed to the level it is right now. So it's not always life or economy. Sometimes it's life and economy. We just have to minimize risk. Um. So let's try and detach this topic away from coronavirus specifically. Just um love of money in general and how much the money makes the how much money makes the world spin around like i know i like money but i try not to let it consume me i try not to let everything i do be all because of money 
um like when i'm choosing a career i don't want to choose a career with the most money that i won't enjoy like things like that yeah not everyone has that mentality a lot of us do so many things purely because we like cash we like moolah we like the money um but that's just some it's just so wrong like i feel like a lot of bad things that happen is because people like money like corruption all of that is because love money too much and i'm pretty sure love of money is like i'm sure it says it somewhere in the bible that is like something like a sin something like that um oh yeah greed 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 that's one of the deadly sins am i correct yeah it's the the love love of of money money is the root of evil seriously daniel (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry hannah But yeah, go ahead. I think Kel had something to say, actually. Yeah, I was actually about to say what he said, but I was going to quote it from the Bible. I think it's in 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 10. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. That is pretty much what I want to say. And it's, it's correct because a lot of people let money consume them. And a lot of people let money get in the way of what's really important. And money not necessarily isn't, people say money is the root of all happiness, but not necessarily it can take away the happiness and, you know, take away other people's happiness if you think about it. So, guys, like, what should we be putting above money? Like, everything. Everything. Yeah, life. I would say, I would say everything. Personally, I would say everything because I feel like okay. with all this other all this, everything talking about like money plays an, an effect in everything. In family, you need money. In life, you need money. Like I think, obviously, money should not be like the sole focus of your life and that. But money plays an effect in everything you do. Like, and even this or oh, money doesn't buy happiness. It, it will buy you some, not all. It will buy you a level of happiness. Or, or you want to reach that? Oh, well, I'm happy completely. Because if you have family and that, but if you have money, you will be as like. As it was, you you rather have more money than be broke. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, but can I say, um, okay, let's let's let me give you this scenario. So there's this job that you absolutely love, something that you wanted to do for the your your entire life. You like cars, right up there. So let's say, okay, so let's say I don't know. Someone like a big car company was like, "Oh, Ope, come and like do this, do this job for us. It's an amazing job." But there's another job, maybe in finance, and the money's much better. Which one do you pick? Wait, wait. So, am I getting paid for the car job? Yeah, obviously you're getting paid, but yeah. the money isn't as much. Yeah, I'll do that. I'll do the car one because no, but as in as much. I mean, as in like you get paid half of what you would get paid at the finance company. What, which one do you pick? I feel like... This my, is your dream my, job, my, by the way. My heart is, is to do the car one, but my, my brain tends to do the finance one because, obviously, when it comes first, money. <laughs> but if I was, for me, yeah, if I'm up here, um, I would, like, take the car one because, obviously, uh, even though I'm getting more money from the finance job, at the end of the day, I will always want to be happy and like when I wake up in the morning, I know that, oh, I'm going to have fun where I'm working. It's not like for, let's say for finance, I didn't like the job, but I know I'm getting money. When you wake up, you won't have like as much motivation as for like the car job to go and work. That's my opinion. 
um okay um i wanted to say like, i understand what everyone has said like so far but i think in my opinion i believe that's best to have like like to go in the middle to have a base of both like you also want to enjoy what you're doing but at the same time you want to know that you have money like you see this black lives matter thing that's happening my dad said he told me this he was like if black people were one of the like top percent like you see how jews they earn the top percent of everything in, uh, in like yeah they shut on the t- they shut on the top percent of some things if black people were like that we won't be this we won't be um we won't even have to be begging for this they, they won't even be looking down on us like this if black people were on top of the chain so at a point, if you have money, like you, 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 you gain respect. If you get me, so money. I'm not saying you should love it to the point that you know anything, but I feel like money is uh quite a important factor. But at the same time, you should love what you're doing. Can I just say back to Awkward's point to just keep it real, just to keep it like um a hundred, as peace would say. In terms of that finance job and the car job, everybody is going to take that finance job. The one that no. gets you more pay. You know, if you no. have responsibility, and it's, it's wise for you to do that, if you have responsibilities, if no. you have certain things that you have to pay for. In terms of love of money, that doesn't mean you love money. I don't think people really love money anymore. I think people love society. People love the experiences that you can show off on Instagram or Snapchat with the money you supposedly have. People love the designers that you can buy with the money you supposedly have. People don't really care about how much you do have. They just care about how much you can flash, how much you can spend, how much you can show, how much you can go around. So in terms of that finance job, I think it really does depend on, you have to think about it. Like, yes, it's good to follow your dreams. It's good to follow your passion. But if you have responsibilities, if you have children, if you have a family and you know that that car job that you want to do, you won't make enough income from it to take care of you and your family, then I'm sorry, I cannot, I cannot do that. I think we rely too much on short-term goals rather than long-term success. We need to be able to... I mean, if you do end up doing that finance job and you save enough for you and your family to be happy, you can always quit and go back to do what you're passionate about. It's not always about chasing the job because, okay, this has a lot of money. It's it's a lot to do with your responsibilities and where you are in life. Sometimes opportunity passes, can't lie. But, yeah, go on. Um, I was going to say that I don't really agree with you in that sense, Rich, because ultimately so you may be in a job that you absolutely do not have any love for. And whilst you're in that job, you have to think about your mental health as well, because sometimes things like that will affect you mentally. If you're you're in a space where you're not able to have, you know, if you're a creative person, why would you go and do a job that's finance related when it's all about numbers? It doesn't add up. I, like, I did accounting and financial management as a degree, but I hated it. And I thought, oh, yeah, when I was young, I was like, oh, well, I'll make my money and then come back and then go back and do midwifery. But I was like, no, I cannot see myself in a job that I'm going to be doing consistently for God knows how long just because I want to make money. It just doesn't work, it doesn't work out like that for me personally. But I see where you're saying if people say that, oh, I've got these responsibilities. But at the end of the day, if you've got responsibilities, think of an alternative. Work your way somewhere 
oh, you know, you, you can start, you don't always have to start, you know, at the top. You can start lower and be like, okay, I'm going to know I'm going to get myself some, somewhere, you know, get myself to a place where I'll be able to be at the top of my own profession, the profession that I love. That's just my thought. Yeah, I, I completely agree with Kumi because honestly, I, I'll give you, I'll give you a scenario and then like maybe a question. If, if for instance, you were offered a job that it's in a field that you 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 specialize in and you love and you completely thrive in, or you have another option of doing a job that pays maybe let's say one million an hour, but there's a high risk of death and you will not enjoy and you are definitely not going to enjoy it. Are you gonna go for the one with high risk of death because there's more money and you know a longer chance of you know long term success? Or the one that you enjoy, and you build up your income, your 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 earnings, and you will definitely enjoy. It. Like, what what's gonna be your option? What would you choose? I mean, it's a sticky one still because see, that, that, that's quite a mad option. Like, are you gonna tell me that I'm gonna die? You can't tell me that. But, yeah, but yeah. up to your risk in your life, fam. Yeah, but I get it. Like, I get I get what's point so far. Like, but I think it's also the mentality. Like, if you're willing to put, because you know, people. Like, okay, I'm gonna slave, I'm gonna work my hardest, try to make next I can in 40 years so I can chill the rest. That's something that's something mentality. That's what all like that's what they see. All right, cool. Make make X amount of money, then bake off completely. But like for me personally, like as like, oh, because I feel like money is what you make it to be honest. If it, like you're not gonna you're not have responsibilities until you start making money. So when if that's your first job, you start making money. You're gonna fit all your responsibilities around what you're making. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I hear that. You see, that's again also down to your responsibilities and priorities. If you're going to be risking your life for this amount of money, which I think you're from this scenario, I was coming for a legal kind of drug dealing cartel perspective. If you're going to be risking your life for a certain because what job are you going to do that's going to make you risk your life other than... I, I there's a job. Let there me tell you this. In, 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 at the beginning of... Yeah, on Ori, like, the most dangerous part of the Ori is it, thousand an hour. And it's dangerous as well. In terms of... In terms of what Kel was saying, I was just basically... I was just trying to give my own um, example of a job that would allow you to risk your life. So I was thinking of like drug dealers and stuff. They make a lot of money, but they risk their life. That again is irresponsible. That doesn't come, that's not part of what you should be doing to make money because you have to think about how you're going to, how you, where you're going to be in the next five years, where you're going to be in the next 10 years. You can't do this all your life. If you die because of your job, your family, your kids, everything, they're left with nothing. So that again is irresponsible. So I think in terms of love of money, and the jobs and the career paths you take. It really, it's not that easy to just say, you know what, I'm going to follow my dream, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do that. You really have to put this perspective of your family, your life, everything, and use that to take into account your decisions. Yeah. Word, 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 word. You can say that, but then I once heard the story that this guy was working day in, day out, every day. And after once he made his first million, I think he died straight away because of the love of money. Yeah, I heard about that. So, so you could say all this and all that, but at the end of the day, love of money can actually kill someone. At the, at the end of the day, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with that. I feel as if, I don't know, you if you don't have a passion for doing something, then what is the point in all that money? Exactly. How do you enjoy all that money if you don't have a passion for what you're doing? Yeah, you've got responsibilities, but it doesn't mean that in that job, in that in that job that you absolutely love, it doesn't mean that you all of a sudden don't have the money that you need. When God um, puts you or allows you to be in the in the thing that you're passionate for, he will always provide for you. So I don't think we need to be worrying too much about, oh, our response. Like, yes, of course, you need to re- worry about your responsibilities, whether you can pay your bills. You, you Obviously, you've got to think about that. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be thinking about your bills as well because everyone's got to pay your taxes. But at the same time, you still need to be passionate about what you're doing because otherwise, what is your life? Your, your life, is it just feels like... You, you're just doing it. You're not actually living. You're just surviving. So what is the point in doing that? That's my opinion anyway. I can't, I, I concur, Hannah. Um, yeah, I was going to say on, like, on Opera, not Opera, Yumi's point, he was like, this man was like, yeah, I want to make a million. I want to make a meal. I want to make a meal. He got to the mill. Who, who spent the mill? Not him. So what is the point? What is the point? I think ultimately, the, you know, the goal is just be like, Lord, I just want to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable to the point where I'm able to do this, I'm able to do that. You know, having excess amount of money doesn't all, as the Bible says, is the root of all evil. Because then that's when you be like, oh, I want this. Then you start coveting what other people want. That's all I'm saying. I think I had something to say. Yeah, I was about to say, I agree with your point because um, I'm going to quote a Bible verse as well. Uh, In Proverbs chapter 13, verse 11, it it says, wealth gained hastily will dwindle but whoever gathers little by little will increase it. And that that also transfers into today's society. If you work a job and it's, you're comfortable, you will increase over time. And if you have faith in God, that money will increase to the point where you, you will be comfortable with your life and even go on to do the things you always desired to do, you know? But if you just wanted to make a million ASAP, oh, I want to make a mil ASAP, that, that, million, that million, believe it or not, will go away ASAP. So, mm. yeah. yeah. Oops. Yeah, I was going to say that. Like, I mean, I agree with one statement. It's one of the ones like, I don't know, like, I think when I was all like, be comfortable, be comfortable, it's like, you always aspire to, to gain more. Like, even looking at the rich people now, like, why are they not so, why are they not, why are they still working? Because the money that they have is not enough. They want to keep climbing up. If so, like Jeff, what's his name? Jeff, is it Bozo? Jeff, Jeff. Yeah, him. If, if he. Oh, Amazon guy. Yeah, he's rich as hell. And, if the money is enough for him, we'll stop working by now. We'll just, we'll just sold his company, but no, mm-hmm. any more money. So he's stepping up. So it's like, I think as as like well, as humans, uh, like there's there's never enough money. You can also say, right, cool, I I have enough because life goes. You don't keep spending that money. You don't keep replacing that money you spent, or try and get as much as you can. Yeah. I, I hear everyone be comfortable. Be comfortable. It's like. Like, I don't know, that like, they have one life and it's, I'm trying to make the most of that life. And if I try to make the most money to to be, to enjoy the life I have, then go to heaven and enjoy it even more in heaven, obviously. So I'm, I want to try to make as much money as I can here, like, now, and spend the money now. 
Mm. Yeah, I think I agree with like what everyone has said so far. Like, um, yeah, I was just going yeah. to say basically the same thing. Like, you don't want to do a job that obviously you don't enjoy because at the end of the day, even if you're like, oh, okay, I'm doing this for my family, I'm doing it for you know just to enjoy life. After like the fifth day of of work, you know, you, you lose interest. You don't even feel like doing the job anymore. So, yeah, it's it's just not worth it at the end of the day. So yeah. Um, <clears throat> um, you mean you can speak? Yeah. Um, just to add to what Kel said before, like in this day and age, yeah, when it comes to money, people want to make it quickly, and then I and then people don't have the patience to make money like at the pace of it, like a like a calm pace. So then, so then, like um, due to that. People start to do many things and try to get jobs that that has a high pay, but then they don't get happy. And then that affects their mental life. They become lonely because they're because they're working too much. Their their personal life is affected. And because of the love of money they have here, yeah, all that impacts to them. So like, you know. So to so to agree, so I agree with what Kel said. Yeah. What I was going to say, like, just coming off of Yumi's point, Yumi's completely right, that... Um, oh, what did you say? I can't remember. Like oh, my this, gosh, I don't know where we There are age, people want it quickly and don't have to pay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, 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 you're right. Sorry. Um, on the fact, on the point of that is I feel like especially it comes with young people, more young people these days. Yeah. No one really wants to work hard to, to make the money that they need to make in order, you know, to better themselves. They're like, okay, how can I do this quickly? How can I get this money quickly? Even like the aspect of social media and influencers, like, honestly, I commend them because people don't see the work they put in, like, behind the scenes. But people always seem to think that they get their money quickly and that's not the case. They put in the work. Just because you see them with this, that and the other does not mean they have not put in the work before, especially because social media and influencing like is a job in our day and age now. Doesn't mean that it's easy to do and everyone seems or deems it as easy to do, but you know, that's not the case. I also wanted to say that um, Tesco even says every little helps. So as you're putting that little bit away each month, even if you get, the aspect of saving is so important. Even if you get £10, if somebody gives you £10, let us save at least maximum 30% of that £10. That is £3. And if you do that every time somebody gives you money, before you, before you know it, by the end of the year, you've made, oh, God knows how much. So I think we just need to... Think when I get what Rich is saying, like you have to think about your responsibilities, but you also have to think about putting in the work to get to where you want. Rome was not built in a day. <laughs> like Rome was not built, even though you want to make the million, you need to you have responsibilities. That doesn't mean that you cannot aspire to be what you want to be. Mm. It doesn't mean your dreams go out the window just because you want to make the million or you've got responsibilities. You can do both. You can always do both. It's just the mindset that we have behind it. That's you know, that that's my piece. Agreed. I think Oprah wanted to say something.
Oh, sorry. No, it was rich. Oh. I was yeah. just going to say, in terms of that bit, just to clear it up um, a bit, I'm not saying that money should be your overall drive for everything and that you should always um, choose the path that's better for you financially. Like for me, for example, I want to do something that's very creative. And now because I don't have much responsibilities other than to take care of myself, I'm... I have a lot of freedom to do that. I'm just saying when it gets down the road in life, we can't always say that it's a, you know, it will be the best decision for everyone, at least. It will be the best decision to choose the path where you're most creative at or you believe is, you know, um, more fun for you to do because sometimes it can just compromise with everything you're doing. So I think it's a really careful, in terms of getting to an answer for this, I don't think we can unless we're, we've actually been in that situation. It's a really delicate thing that everybody would have to kind of deal with in their own sort of way. So I think they would have to understand that if they do go for this job, if they go for this career path, these are the impacts. If they don't, these are the impacts. So it really kind of, it does depend. And yeah, I'm going to yeah. move on actually now to... What do we all think about money miracles, especially in church? Because we all see What's them all the time. Miracle? Oh yeah. Because we see them. So all like the when time, pe- right? is that when people pay to see a miracle, like they paid the pastor to pray for them and things like that? Is that what you yeah. mean? Because we've been seeing them a lot now. I've been seeing them a lot everywhere, especially those sow a seed of one thousand pound this week and do something. I'm telling you. I mean we've got yeah, people right. like uh, Pastor Toby who are going to church in a hundred percent Fendi and saying, you know mm. it's it's a good thing. It's it, what what he's doing is great. Everything is fantastic and the Lord is blessing him and his family. You know, things like that. How we how how we come to a point in our society where even our church, even our churches, our religion, everything is to do with money. It's to do with money. That's the only thing we see. And you know what? I think it's so sad that um that we feel this way, that we think this way. And um I think it's a lack of knowledge. Like you're not educating yourself. Like you need to, if you want to know, if 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 you if you're giving money to those people, I've heard a lot of stories about Spark Nation. I, 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 it baffles me every single time that I hear it. I just can't believe, like, some people just... Anyway, but I'm saying that that means you just don't know the God that you're serving. Once you know the God that you're serving, then that's it. You Then, then you'll know, oh, our religion isn't all about money. Yeah, we need to give money in order to, like, build up the church, make sure the church has things, make sure make sure the church can um, pay the bills, make sure the church can pay the rent. Like, that's that's what the money is there for, if anyone's asking, because I know some people will ask, oh, oh Christian Christianity is all about money. That's what they want it for. No, it's to pay the bills of the church. It's not going to us. It's not going to our pockets. It's not going to the pastor. It's going to the church so the church can better itself. But I just, I just think it's sad when people don't educate them, themselves or like figure out um, the God that they serve. Once you figure out the God that, that you serve, then you will not be, be be given money money to Spark Nation. You will not be given taking out taking out bills. <laughs> I mean, taking out loans just to pay your your money miracle. I I, I don't yeah. understand. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, it's, it's all a bit mad. But, but I feel like go, go back to that point. I feel like because it's what we show. Like 
as like, well, the Christian, what, what makes, everyone makes us bare shaky because of what we show. Because we show mm. like that Pastor Toby, Spat Nation, we're in friendly. Like, even though there's, there's good people that in good pastors in church, we're, we're not showing them, we're showing people like, obviously, the, the I forgot his name in Nigeria. But like, some of these pastors, they have private jets. Like, so it's like, I mean, wait, for real, okay. is he of the, what's his name? That guy, oh, obviously, I mean, I mean, is it yeah, the yeah. one, um, yeah. boy that, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, no, yeah. Yeah, as a private jet, but I feel like the image of a pastor of a reverend, you must be a humble person. And like we train these people, like, all right, even though like they might be working for God, but it's like the lifestyle they're living is not concurring to what they're teaching. Yeah, like yeah, so yeah. like yeah, it contradicts me. Like so that's why people feel oh, okay, being a Christian is about money, as you meant that. People don't, don't look at all right, cool, like you have to pay for the building stuff. They just see what is being put out there. And I feel like we <laughs> As Christians, we already messed up for that because we're paying people that that are showing drippy, drippy, Fendi, all that stuff. Mm. Mm. Um, I I agree, but what I don't want us to do, like, we don't know what's going on in Spark Nation. There's speculation, but let's not let's not put it as let's not take it as gospel. As much as there is a lot of speculation, we're not God. Like, we're not the ones to judge. Mm. If you know, if that's what they're doing. God judge them, not us. So I feel like as much as we hear what we hear, and it's can it is difficult as humans to be like, oh, you know, that must be true. That must be true. Let's not can let's not condemn them because we don't know what they're doing underneath. And we don't know whether um, you know, we we, we basically we don't know what's going on. That's all I wanted to say about Spark Nation. As much as you know, we all have us, but it's so hard and so difficult to be to not judge about it. I get where you're coming from because I'm in you know, a victim of it, but it's it doesn't always add up. True. I shouldn't say that, but it doesn't always add up. It doesn't add up. But what I'm saying is people forget that ultimately the church is a charity. And to me, private jets are not charity, but I'm not I'm not judging, but like I get you have to get from A to B. But it's a, it's a hard one. Yeah. Church yeah. and money is hard. Mm. Church and money is so hard because it's very conflicting, especially when people, you know, there's people in certain positions, but oh, I don't even know what to say. It's a difficult, it's a, it's a tough one for me, to be honest. Like I get, ultimately to me, church is meant to be a charity and you're supposed to give out, Yeah. The money that goes into church to build the church up, as Hannah has said. But then there's aspects where it that's not where it's going to. And I get like the pastor is he is doing a job. Even though it's God's work and he will be rewarded for that in heaven. But we are required or supposed to give him something. And we are supposed to, as individuals and working individuals, or you know, as the spirit leads, be you know, giving Titan offering. So where that Titan offering goes is not up, not down to us. It's down to the heads of the church. And we shouldn't, I don't think we should ever dispute that. And I feel like we shouldn't, um, we should just be like, leave it to them and then see what happens. You know what I mean? And if someone's doing wrong in that ministry, that's on them because God will come down on you like a ton of bricks. That's all I'm going to say. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> 
Peace, what did you say to me? What you said? Eggman. Oh, oh, okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. Oh, any? I think anyone said. Oh, no, I've forgotten my point. Someone else can talk. <laughs> can I just say something? Like, something really small. Like, my bad. I feel like let's not say because like, oh, these pass of their then place of power. Like, we should just be keep quiet. Like, if there's foul antiques, let's call it out because they're yeah. they're human beings. Like, I get obvious respect your pastor, like they're the head of the church, all that stuff. But like, if something is going wrong, like if you're doing so, so and everyone in the church is like is struggling, how comes? Because you want to be a leader, mm. you don't have to provide for everyone else. You can't mm. flourish it, and your your congregation is suffering. So, so I don't, I don't mm. like oh because or oh, you're part of a high ministry. I mean, this happens a lot in the African community. Like mm. high ministry, let's not call him out. If you see power play and evidence to back it, call him up, be like, oh, dude, dude, this is what's happening. Then they him come and defend himself. You get it? Can I just say that I completely agree with Okwe's point? Because I completely agree with Okwe's point because we have to understand that everything we do, especially in the black community, impacts everybody else. If we can call out the president, the PM, then we can call out pastors. Because sometimes what they're doing just it is so clear that it doesn't make sense. Like how are you ordaining 30 people, 30 young people that have just come out of, you know, anywhere and saying that now they've all been divine, they've all been um well I don't even know I don't remember what he was saying. I need to get that quote up. But basically just <laughs> ordaining them to the church and saying that they are now ministers, they are now um they are now priests and priestess and they can go to other churches and say all sorts and do all sorts and do things like that. We have to stop things like that now. We do have to make sure that the root of corruption is stopped. Otherwise we will end up in a situation where our, our, our entire society and our entire um, Christian belief is just jeopardized and just based off of, okay, they're black and they're Christian. They're probably, their church is probably corrupt. They probably only think about money. They probably do this and they probably do that. We have to make sure that we stop things like that from carrying on. Otherwise, we just allow other people to get engrossed and trapped in those different things. And one more thing about tights and um, <laughs> money and where it goes... In the Bible, it actually does says what the money should be going to. So part of it should be going to the ministers and the pastor and the ushers and yeah, things like that. But ten percent of it should also be taken to the storehouse, and and a good percentage of it should be used to the Levites. And the Levites then were basically poor people, people in need, people that. <laughs> of the area it was basically the people that i read it up yesterday it was the people that are poor. wait 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 rich, I, rich, 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 I think rich, just the levites are not poor people well, Sorry, yeah. you mean, you mean unless i'm getting the word wrong unless i'm getting the word you wrong you are go read but it was basically saying that the rest of the money that is collected from the church should be used to help the community, which I know was definitely there. Maybe I got advice from it was a it was a word that started with L. I might have got that wrong. I apologize. <laughs> I'm gonna get up from the Bible. But it was basically saying the rest of that money should not be spent on things like private. Well, of course, they didn't have private jets then, but it should be spent on helping people in the community. It should be spent on helping your members and people outside the church who need help. 
So if we have churches that people are getting AP watches and private jets, it doesn't make sense. There's people outside that are suffering and they're doing nothing about it. I agree. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Word, 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 word. Or just some of it. You know the part that was correct. Tell Rich who are the Levites. Okay, the Levites are rich. They work for the church. So they are the priests. Yeah. So they they count they come they are a tribe of Israel yeah. and that tribe is completely dedicated to Christ like to working in the church to working mm-hmm. in the tabernacle that's what they used to call it back in the day but um that's what they do so they would be the choir they would be the usher they would be all the priests they would be people um cleaning that um the church they would be working for the church that is their sole job so, so they are, they are not poor <laughs> they're not the poor people <laughs> so basically rich every worker in the vineyard of god is a levite that's what she's yes. saying yeah god, so, yeah, so anyone out there please um <laughs> yeah 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 you get that quote rich christians that are watching christians you mean aunties that are watching you gotta get the corn from them fam the Christians, <laughs> the Christians, do you just know? I mean, there's slight error, so please. Yeah, you know, we're all prone to making mistakes. Like, yeah, there's no way about it. Oh, going back, that's why I kept saying. I'll give to the Levi. We can't hear you, Rich. Rich, Rich we could come closer to the mic. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that was in Numbers eighteen twenty one. So this was part of when I was reading many different quotes. Sorry, I tried to put it in my memory rather than reading from a notepad my bad it basically said i'll give to the levites um all the tithes in israel as their inheritance in return for the work that they have do that they are doing while serving in the place of worship so yeah, yeah that does kind of refer back to what you were saying about the people who are working for god yeah that's true but all i'm gonna say is money 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 is just something that is so political in church. I don't understand why it's so political. Like, ultimately, it's not our money. It's nobody. Doesn't, money doesn't belong to anybody. But why is it so political? Why does it become so political in churches? I don't understand. And it's everywhere. Like, according to, you know, speculation, Spark Nation, if you don't know, Spark Nation is a church run by Miss Pastor Toby... Oh, I've got his surname now. I did something. I did, some, I did book it, however. <laughs> yeah, he stepped down. But according to speculation, they said people have come out and said that pastors of the church have um, asked them to get a loan and then so that they can sow a seed into the church. Quote, let me put that in quotes, <laughs> sow a seed. But then... Anyway, as I said before, let's not judge, but this sowing seed, generally sowing a seed is a good thing, you know, in the church of God, because ultimately it goes back to, you know, to helping the church and empowering the church and building the church up. But if you're sowing a seed and it's going to the pastor's pocket, it, it makes people reluctant to continue to sow seeds. But isn't sowing a seed supposed to be... Um voluntary you're not yeah exactly i'm gonna say that yeah yeah so you're just supposed to do it out of your own heart like that's what you want to do so yeah sorry carry on with it 
No, no, I think you just rounded up. I think Peace wanted to say something, though. Um, the one thing that annoys me the most is that money shouldn't be a difficult thing to talk about within the church. It really shouldn't be something that's a touchy... Who's got the ice cream, man? It's ice cream, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not me, it's not me, it's not me, it's not me. It's okay. It's okay. It's actually. I live in a place where they like ice cream. They like to eat ice cream here. Like, it's going to come here every day. Sorry, please. Carry on. I just wanted to say that it just annoys me so much that money is the one thing in church that we find it so difficult to talk about because mm. there's so many like speculations everyone thinks that oh the money is going here like yeah. there's all of that and that just shouldn't be happening because a church should be full of people who are christians or aspire to be christians or are born again and all of that and if you're really born again if you're really christian you're not gonna like do wrong things with the money in the church and it's just it's just something that makes people turn away from the actual religion um they turn away from actually going to church i remember i was hearing this story yeah like, when it was time to play tax and offering this church would always close the doors like during tax and offering so huh? um, if you wanted to leave at that time before you paid it would either look <gasps> embarrassing on you or something like that and it's just uh-uh. like it's stopping, pe- it's stopping right. people from going to church. Like, yeah. It's just such a terrible thing to do. I know we need money, but everyone needs money. Like, exactly. <laughs> everyone, it's far black, man. Pressured, especially in such a sacred place, um, to give money or to... Um, to basically drain out your bank account for the glory of God, but that's not really what you no. want. Just a, quick thing. Before we carry on. Just a quick thing before we carry on. Tithe and offering is not 100% compulsory. If you cannot afford it, if you don't have the means, then do not give it because it would it's just a waste of money. It's not accepted onto the law. Unless no. you yes, have it. Okay, let me tell you if you do not give your tithes freely. It's in the Bible. Wait, wait, guys, wait, 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 wait. In the Bible, it says if you do not give. In, okay. in the Bible it says don't give any more advice in the Bible in the Bible wait wait let me explain it in the Bible it clearly says in a number of passages if that money you're giving is not from your heart then do not give it okay I agree with that if you cannot afford it you don't have to give it if you obviously if you have it then yes you should give it if you don't have it you do not have to put yourself in a difficult position Right, well, Annie, I, I know you feel very strongly. Okay. I understand what you, I understand what you said, um, which, but what was it? It's compulsory. Okay, it's it's compulsory to give tight ten percent. I understand if you don't, if you can't afford it, then you pay your next tight or your next one. Don't eat all your money for puff puff or whatever you're buying. <laughs> you get your check or whatever. Get the ten percent, even if it's ten pounds, at least pay half of that tight. It won't kill you. It's just ten percent of your money. That one is compulsory, but often you don't have to give it, especially like you said, if it's not from your heart. So it is compulsory, but um offering is not it's not compulsory. So yeah. yeah. Can I yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna add to um to Annie's point. So um I agree you have to 
if you are working, if you're a student, I understand because you're not working, you don't have regular income coming in. Like it doesn't make sense. If you are working, you're you are supposed to be paying your tight. Your offering is um that is um it's, I, I wouldn't say it's compulsory. It's like a goodwill gesture. Yeah, exactly. It's it's an offer. You're like you decide to offer something. It's not as if you're you. Someone is telling you you must offer offering, but your tight is important. It says in Malachi chapter three verse ten. I can't remember the exact um exact verse, but it, it's what it, what it's trying to say is that you're supposed to give ten. So ten percent goes towards your. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. Ma- Malachi chapter 3, verse 10 actually doesn't mention anything about 10%. You know where it does mention something about 10%? It's a different passage where it okay. talks about the 10% that um somebody, I think somebody came back from war. I have to get this passage. Somebody came back from war. 10% of the gold and money they collected during war, they gave to the church. So that 10% of give 10% to the church, we've merged different passages together. Because it doesn't okay. that in Malachi 10. Okay, okay. I apologize for that. But it's it's all anyway, guys. Like we can really go back and forth about Nobody, like, I Alright, okay. When Hannah finished her point, we'll round up. Yeah, okay. What I was trying to say was that um your tight is compuls- compulsory if you are if you are um working. So you give 10% to the church in order to build up the church. This is the church it's that not you're even going just to. Just for the church, it's for yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like an offering to God. God is the reason why you got that job. In my opinion, God is the reason why I have my job. So I have to give him what he is due. So I have to give my 10% because that is what he is owed. So I give my 10% every month because he's the one that granted me that job. So that's that's the whole reason of giving your tithe in order to give back to God what he has given to you. Obviously, you can't give back everything because, like, that's just not possible. But I'm saying, like, you can give something. And I like to, to think of um, my mentality is I give 10% to my church and then I save 10% and then the 90%, um, no, sorry, the 80% is for me. And I can do whatever I want with 80%, which is plenty enough for me. Well, whatever, whatever, how much I, whatever, how much, it's poor grammar, but whatever I get on yeah. a monthly basis. Um, so I was just going to quickly say the verse no. you're actually looking for is Leviticus 27, 13. Okay, thank you. It says a sense of the pro- produced of the land, whether gain or fruit, is the Lord's and is holy. So it shouldn't it, be used. It says it's the Lord, it's by the, the way. Lord and it it's holy. So exactly. she didn't even exactly. be used for anything. It's just the Lord, so period. Yeah. Guys, we're gonna leave it there because if I let you still speak it, I'm not doing my job. We <laughs> <laughs> have any contributions? Feel oh wait, free. I think Simeon wants to say something, or Daniel wants to say something. <laughs> no, no, please, please say your contribution. I was quickly gonna say if no. the no, people that no, listen. If they have yeah, any dilemmas or stuff they want to ask that, us. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> do that job. Anyway, so just to reiterate what Daniel just stole from me. Um, I even wanted them to say it. Anyway, if you have any contributions or comments about it or anything, please um email us at it's a sticky one still or what's it called? Or DM us on Instagram. I'm sure it will be in the description somewhere. In our spot yes, in the, it's all in the description. 
talking yeah 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 it should be there but anyway this has been interesting like it's been a very good topic today we could definitely mm. go back and forth for a while but we're gonna stop here <laughs> so this has been it's a sticky one still with me peace mary daniel rich okay hannah any Huh? It's me and me. I heard the voice. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. He's not here. Okay. Me. Yeah, me. And Kel. See you again next week. Next week. Bye. 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 B